Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I don't know how to feel yet because my big game is still pending as I record this. BYU is currently up 14 to 10 over Cincinnati at halftime, and it wasn't a beautiful half for the Cougars. We are fortunate to get a pick six early and then got the football back with a minute to go before halftime, got a couple chunk plays, got a pass interference, broken coverage. We get the touchdown to go in at halftime, but the 28 minutes in between, Cincinnati ran the football effectively, so that concerns me about the second half. But right now, have the lead at halftime. If BYU wins, that means on Twitter, we will now be 6-0 and with the Twitter vote. If BYU loses, well, you guys will have finally lost on Twitter, and I had a really bad day. So let's recap the card with what I do know so far. In college football, I had the Utah Utes plus the 4.5. I wish I would have got 14.5. I have no quarterback. Yeah, I guess we missed Cam Rising a little more than I expected, and I tipped my cap to Oregon State. They played a good football game. They made chunk plays happen against a very good Utah defense. I lose the game, what, 21-7, and lose the ticket, of course. I did catch a break with North Carolina State. I had the Wolfpack plus the three and a half. They lose 13-10. So one of the themes on my card here is I was offensively challenged on Friday. Utah was offensively challenged. North Carolina State at times was just painful to watch, but they got me the cover, so no complaints here. And then in Major League Baseball, it was really painful for my offense. I had the Texas Rangers in the first five over one and a half. They put up a donut. I had the Chicago Cubs over one and a half in the first five. They put up a donut. I had the Arizona Diamondbacks. First five run line minus the half. After five innings of baseball, it's donut to donut. So I lose that bet. I should have just backed Zach Gallon and played the Astros under the number in the first five, but I was a chicken. Oh, I'm frustrated about that one. I'll be kicking myself uh, for a couple days over that bet. I do cash on the Toronto Blue Jays first five over the two and a half at a plus 120. So if I was going to go one and three in baseball, instead of losing a minus 145 or a minus 130, the bet I hit was a plus 120. So I guess that is the bonus for me there. But uh, once again, my night is coming down to BYU. So let's go Cougars. They're getting close to kicking off the third quarter. So I better make this podcast quick. One golf bet I'm putting in right now. Yeah, I'm going red, white, and blue here on Saturday. You know, I like to play teams or players coming off a bad performance for a bounce back performance. Well, USA obviously got crushed on Friday. So on Saturday, give me the red, white, and blue plus the 125 to win day two at the Ryder Cup. That is officially in on my card. Now, let's get to college football. I have three plays remaining for my first four picks, of course. I have Illinois plus the one at Purdue. I have Pittsburgh minus the two and a half at Virginia Tech. I have Clemson minus the six and a half at Syracuse. Then my bonus bet that I dropped earlier this week, I'm once again on Iowa State at Oklahoma, first half under the 25 and a half. So that's what I have locked in. Now, 
new bets to the podcast and the card right now. We start with an early game. It's USC at Colorado, and I'm playing the over 73. So when USC is favored by more than 21, I play the over, and this fits the bill. So give me the Trojans and the Buffaloes over the 73, and let's see if Dion can get that offense going again. Next up on the card, it's Old Dominion plus the 14 and a half at Marshall. So this was a strong candidate to actually make my card for my first four picks, but I pulled it off at the last moment. Marshall has won five straight against Old Dominion, including a 12 to nothing win last season. Both teams already have a common opponent. They've both played Virginia Tech. Old Dominion lost in the opener, 36 to 17. Meanwhile, Marshall beat Va Tech last week, 24 to 17. So this is the letdown, look-ahead spot that I like to find. Marshall's coming off the big win against Virginia Tech. I know Virginia Tech's not great, but it's a Power 5 team, so that's a big win for the Thundering Herd. And they have a big game next week at NC State, another Power 5 team. So there's your letdown, look-ahead spot. And don't forget last year when they beat Notre Dame. Yes, Marshall beat Notre Dame. They then came back the following week and lost to Bowling Green as a 17-point favorite. Now, I'm not comparing Notre Dame and West Virginia, or excuse me, Vautech, but it's still a letdown spot. Meanwhile, Old Dominion is coming off an ugly 10-9 win over Texas A&M Commerce. They did beat Louisiana this year, the Ragin' Cajuns. Hopefully, my Gophers can beat them on Saturday. They also kept it within three against Wake Forest. So I'm going to grab the 14 and a half here with Old Dominion on the road at Marshall. Next up on the card, let's go to a marquee game here in the SEC. It's LSU minus the two and a half at Old Miss. So the schedule makers did Old Miss no favors. Alabama and LSU in back-to-back weeks. That's just not nice. Lane Kiffin teams are 0-3 against the spread the week following when they play Alabama. And we know it's a little let down after a circle game because we know Kiffin really wants to beat Saban, and that's why they maybe have struggled the following week. Bama held Old Miss to 10 points last week. Now, I don't expect to see that again this week, but I do believe that Jaden Daniels and company are a much better team at offense. Give me the Tankers over the Rebels in this one. I'm on LSU, minus the two and a half at Old Miss. Then I have three money line parlays that I'm adding to the card. I'm on UCF. Yes, the Knights minus the 325 against Baylor. And then I'm going to combine UCF with Memphis minus the 148 against Boise State. That gives me a payout of a plus 119. And once again, all of my money line parlays are for plus mo- money. So that's why I combine. UCF and Memphis to give me the plus 119. Boise State, of course, scares me there. Baylor can be good at times, but they've struggled offensively this year, and their defense has given up a lot of points. I don't know why I like Baylor still. I may be living in the past there, thinking they do have a good defense, but they could step up anytime. This is college athletics, and Boise's a questionable team to bet against. But uh, yeah, give me UCF and Memphis. Put them together at the plus 119. You can tell I'm tired. I'm rambling. I'm excited to get watching the BYU game. I also have Notre Dame minus the 205 at Duke. I'm combining that with Texas A&M minus the 238 against Arkansas in Arlington. That combined payout is for a plus 111. I like Jimbo Fisher and the Yankees. I think they find a way to win. And Notre Dame, that was Heartbreak Hotel last week against Ohio State. I think they'll put 11 on the field this week. So give me the Fighting Irish. They find a way to win at Duke. 
Then my final money line parlay is going to be Texas Tech minus the 340 against Houston and Boston College minus the 170 against Virginia. I also kind of like the over in that game. Number moved a couple points. I pulled it off my card. You put those two teams together, that's a plus 105. Red Raiders, I think they're one and three so far. They're not going to start one and four. Houston, I think, is a down football team. Boston College, I like the QB. I like the offense there. I think they can score against the Cavaliers. So I like that parlay quite a bit. So let's recap my card here for a Saturday. Once again, I'm on the red, white, and blue. Give me Team USA at the Ryder Cup to win on Saturday, plus the 125. My first four picks, I'm on the Fighting Illini of Illinois, plus the one at Purdue. I'm on the Panthers of Pittsburgh, minus the two and a half at Vaughn Tech. I'm on Clemson, minus the six and a half against Syracuse. I'm on Iowa State, Oklahoma, first half, under 25 and a half. Your new plays once again, USC, Colorado, over 73 points. Old Dominion, plus the 14 and a half at Marshall. LSU, minus the two and a half at Old Miss. Your money line parlays, UCF and Memphis at a plus 119. Notre Dame and Texas A&M at a plus 111. And Texas Tech and Boston College at a plus 105. No baseball on the card for me Saturday. Pitching matchups are too questionable. I got burned by it on Friday, so I'm going to take an off day on Saturday. I'll have some baseball probably on Sunday. That's my card. I'm excited to find out if BYU wins. I want to see if we go to 6-0 on Twitter. Hopefully, I'm smiling when I'm on the podcast tomorrow. But as always, everyone, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.